0: And welcome to episode 89 of the Perth to Paisley podcast, a podcast dedicated to the 2021-22 Scottish Cup runners-up, Heart and Midlothian. Joining me to discuss the final, which took place at Hampden Park between the third place Jambos and Rangers, who finished in second, is Mr. Daniel McIver. How are
1: you, McIver? I'm doing all right. It's been a few days now. I've had five days off work. Today was my first day back at time of recording. I've been able to process everything better now, that. so I feel like I can actually articulate points. But yeah, in the circumstances, doing all right. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I wish I could say the same, to be honest, mate. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> I'm yet to get back to work, so I've just been spending it all in my bed, just... Contemplating, you know, life, thinking, crying, yeah, <laughs> on the verge of tears. Little, little things will come up, like you'll flick through TikTok. I saw this this one today where this guy had taken his granddad, who was struggling with dementia and Alzheimer's, to the Man City game. The Man when
1: he starts singing, it's the like that's it. The you hate, go, if you if people haven't seen that, it's on Twitter. Uh, it was it. on my account. Tremendous,
0: fantastic oh, yeah. watch, and yeah, as soon as he started singing, "Hey Jude." I felt like great my eyes out, um, <sighs> and to be honest, I was also really teary on Saturday. I was like, I just thought to great myself, transition. yeah, I that I thought if if we are if we're gonna score or just even even like prior to the game, I found myself getting really emotional with regards to like the the Zaliukas T4 and all this jazz.
1: I was in the the gold letters. I wish oh, I, were I, I, sh- I should have brought it. It's through in the, the other room. Flag. But yeah, I, I was part of the twenty sixth. I think I was looking at it. I'm pretty sure I'm part of the six. Right. I don't okay. think I'm part of the two. I'm part of the six.
0: Yeah, but, but that looked great. Um, and that was probably one of the highlights from a heart's perspective, to be honest, <laughs> regarding Saturday. Because <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, it was absolute dross. Um, look, w- let's just get straight into it. Because opening the podcast, we usually kind of nip round the grounds. But seeing as there was only two teams involved uh, in Saturday's showpiece, We'll get straight into discussing our third Scottish Cup final in four seasons. How shite is it that we found a way to lose like in every manner? Ninety minutes yeah. after extra time and on pens. <laughs> That's
1: true, actually. Yeah.
0: That was my first thought as soon I as, didn't was, even as, think soon as that, that was over. I was like, C- like how how shite is it that we've literally found a way to lose every single time?
1: But now we've exhausted all the ways to lose. So next time we, we've guaranteed ourselves a win. It's fine.
0: Surely. Surely. Yeah, it, it, it has to be coming. No, older jambos, Tell me <laughs> that this is round the corner, please. <sighs> but no matter. And um, look, if we go straight into selection, we'll start with Rangers. First of all, um, before I get your thoughts on, on our team. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst made five changes uh, after the Jers' defeat to Eintracht Frankfurt in the Europa League final. Um, John McLaughlin replaced Alan McGregor in goal. Leon Balogun uh, came in at centre half. Stephen Davis and Scott Arfield came into the midfield and Amadiello was one of the duels supporting Joe Rebo up front. Outdropped, like I say, Alan McGregor. Uh, Borna Barasic missed it through injury, which meant that Callum Bassey moved out to left-back. Uh, Ryan Jack, who was on the bench. Glenn Kamara, and Scott Wright, I think all those three came on in the end. Um, So what did you make of the 11 that the Dutchman had opted for, McIver?
1: Uh, Out of the changes, two of them I was happy with. Uh, Sorry, two of them I was unhappy with and three of them I was happy with. I was really unhappy that McGregor and Barisic came out because I felt that Rangers were a weaker team with both of them in it. Um, I feel that, I mean, obviously, we'll get into it, it was kind of irrelevant who was in goals for Rangers. Very much. So. Um, but I felt looking at the McLaughlins personally now, I don't think over the career, but as in 2022 now, I feel that like McLaughlins a stronger keeper than McGregor. Um, so I was worried about that and I was gutted Barisic was missing and Liam Balogun came back in because Liam Balligan's a good football player and I don't think Barisic is a very good football player. Um, so I was really hoping that sims could be going up against him i was happy that jack and kamara both went to the bench because as i said in our preview i felt ryan jack was going to be one of the most important players sadly i was very much proven right yeah that's that. like a fine it's wine like, that comment so thanks yeah. for that mate but listen it looks like i've actually i know what i'm talking about when it comes to football i'll sort cling on to that i know why, why
0: does that have to be at hearts expense? though? i know
1: I talk shite about hearts for a year, and then the one time I speak about another I'm proven wrong. Exactly. Oh, Ah. this is nonsense, man. Um, But yeah, generally, I looked at the Rangers team going, it's going to be a good team. Whoever has played, we're going to have to play very well. And I'll be honest, as soon as I saw our team, the lineup in terms of the personnel, very happy with, then as soon as I saw the formation, I went, I don't think we've got a chance here.
0: Well, let's get straight on to the Hearts team then, because I was gonna comment on the Rangers team, but now I'm intrigued to say or Sorry. to hear what you've got to say. <laughs> That's all right. Look, we're, we're flexible, we can we can move about accordingly. Um because Robbie Nielsen named three changes uh, from the team that had faced Rangers the week prior in the premiership. Um John Souter and Craig Halkett both returned to the starting lineup in place of Toby Civic and Michael Smith. Uh, sorry, Nathaniel Atkinson came in for Michael Smith. Was mm-hmm. it Toby Civic and Taylor Moore dropped out? Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, hearts lined up as follows. It was Craig Gordon in Goal. Uh, the back three were John Suter, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley. Uh, a midfield quartet of Nathaniel Atkinson, Cammy Devlin, Peter Haring and Alex Cochran uh, with Barry Mackay, Liam Boyce and Ellis
1: Sims in attack. Talk to me about the, the formation. So, as I said... I was really happy with all the personnel changes. I understood the argument that is it wise to play these players who haven't played a lot up until this point in the biggest game. But I think I think the four that everybody was speaking about, Halkett, Suter, Boys, and Devlin, were in my opinion our four best outfield players on the day when looking at the 90 minutes as a whole. Particularly Suter and Halkett who had barely played at any time and then just I'm came glad in. glad you said it, yeah. And we're I, I feel fantastic. as though, like, the further
0: forward we went, we probably got or we less effective. Yeah, you you, you, you looked at the the probably the two out that three in particular, like you say, Craig Halkett and John Suter in particular um, were our best outfield players, a
1: hundred percent. But the issue I had with formation is what I said in the preview and why I didn't want us to play this formation. I wanted us to play a four-two-three-one with Atkinson and Smith on the right hand side, eh, one winger, one fullback respectively and then the other side I wanted Cochrane slash probably Kingsley and then Barry Mackay out on the other side because my worry was that we would get doubled up in the wing back position and on the left hand side it would be Bassi and Kent and the right hand side it would be a variation of four or five people which it ended up being exactly that and as soon as the game kicked off I was thinking we've got no chance here. I turned uh, and within five minutes, said this is going to be a battering. Like, even though we played, wh- we started well. I think we did start well, but there was a part that. of me that was like, "This isn't going to last." And every time Rangers got the ball, they never played it through the middle of the park. They got it out wide, and the just as I say, side doubled in up, wasn't it? Yeah, just doubled up on our backs. and that was apparent from minute one.
0: This is the thing for me because we'd spoken about Rangers selection. There's sort of two ways that you could view the Borna Barisic withdrawing. The first is that Calvin Bassey is a better athlete. So at left back, you feel as though he's going to bomb on far more than Borna Barisic probably would. However, with Balogun and Goldson, I felt as though Ellis Sims, I'd I'd be more confident in Ellis Sims getting the better of Balogun stroke Goldson as opposed to Calvin Bassey on his own. Yeah, that's fair. So I think there's two sides to every coin and that proved it, but you're you're spot on with regards to, you know, the overlapping fullbacks. And Calvin Bassey, I think one man of the match, um, certainly a contender. um, And probably, yeah, if you're looking at it from a Rangers perspective, in terms of, obviously, winners, Calvin Bassey is is probably your main bet. Um, Yeah. I agree. I, think G- he I thought much. I thought he his delivery from from that left hand side you know was constantly causing us problems um as we as we'll come on to in the chances but you you sort of mentioned it there we actually started all right I think the first yeah. 10 15 minutes we were okay mm-hmm the remaining. I thought we were
1: quite good. I actually thought
0: we were quite good. The remaining 105 that we then played afterwards <laughs> weren't very good. Um, so
1: yeah. I will say something huge happened in the third minute,
0: and that is Peter Haring getting booked.
1: Haring should have been sent off.
0: Oh wow! I'm, like I, I, it's a clear red. I, well, I'm just gonna let's let's talk about that then because I <laughs> I didn't take any notes of this with regards to the highlights. I've not watched it back. I maybe need oh, to, to it on it, on iPlayer. Your are adamant he should have been sent off, yeah.
1: I was at the other end of the ground and went, that's a red. And couldn't believe it was a booking. And then at half-time, the guy in front of me had a replay of it on his phone. It's it's over the ball, studs into the ankle. The only reason he doesn't get sent off is because Willie Collin goes into the third minute. I don't want to send somebody off because I did that against Motherwell uh, with Hibs. And there was all the controversy.
0: Oh, well, then in that case, all I'm going to say is that I thought Willie Collum had a bit of a mare in that first half, but it seems as though leniency (laughs) was a common theme because it astounds me how James Tavernier took so long to get booked, and I think Calvin Bassey even escaped a booking. So I was thinking to myself, how on earth is that the case, that Haring gets booked after three minutes, yet those two fullbacks have avoided one?
1: I think he had to go, like, I need to give him a card for this. I should give him a red. But I'll but I'm give, not a gonna, I'm give a yellow because it's early Doors. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I saw two referees were calling for him to retire this week. Oh, that, that's
0: always a great indication.
1: Yeah, they said that his fitness levels were nowhere near up to it. And well, look, he made big calls wrong. Mike Dean's
0: packed it in down south. Willie, yeah, just, yeah, you know, take a break. Come on. Yeah. Take a, yeah. break. Take a break with no intention
1: of getting back into it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Generally, apart from that Harry challenge, which I thought was immediately going to ruin everything, I did think we started the better side.
0: And we would have the first big chance of the match. <sighs> Let's just be honest. It's our only major one in two hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Craig Gordon launches long tail of Sims, who nods on to Nathaniel Atkinson, up from the right, slips in Liam Boyce, who centres for Sims on the stretch... <laughs> but he hits the post, and it bounces out. I could not believe my eyes. Genuinely devastated. Do you feel as though he can't really do any more? It seems as though the ball just evades him that little bit too much, because yeah. he's an absolute giant. Probably got the longest legs on yeah, the park. He's not, and not he's getting still, it. No do you know it. what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think it is. It's listen he tries his absolute best he does everything he can and it's so narrow but listen I say it all the time and you see it a lot of people there's three things you need to beat the old firm one of them is you need to play exceptionally well one of them is they need to play terribly and the third one and the most important one is you need to get luck and it wasn't for us at the weekend I, if we I have feel luck, as we got that one of in. those
0: yeah because I didn't think Rangers were all that great it's just that we were absolute dog shit for two hours.
1: I think because I don't I evidently I don't think we were as bad as everybody else thinks. I don't think we were good but I think Rangers were quite good. I think from half time I think from half time onwards they looked very good. They looked in complete control. From half time onwards there was one team winning that game.
0: I, I wouldn't even give it that. I'd probably say about 75, 80 onwards. I think they had a couple chances late on where they probably could and should nick it. Yeah. The save, obviously, from a reboot that will come to them hitting the bar. But in terms of the actual 90 on the whole, I don't feel as though it was until very late on that they really threatened us. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong in saying that, but I just... I, I didn't get that impression. I mean, if we, if we go over the rest of the first half, um, you had Scott Arfield... You know, shooting straight at Craig Gordon from a pullback after Diallo and Davis were linking up down the right. Uh, Ryan Kent had dragged one wide, but that was after one of the most bizarre sequences I've ever seen. Where we take a free kick quickly, Craig Halkett gives it to Stephen Kingsley. It's a blooming hospital pass because he's instantly under pressure. He then forces it back to Halkett. Halkett just about lobs Craig Gordon like going back to him. I was like what on earth are you doing? I was thinking is this some sort of sabotage?
1: Craig Halkett thinks he's the one joining Rangers. (laughs) I was like (laughs) what is he
0: what is the big man up to? Gordon's lucky in that he like scoops over Rebo's head and we somehow get like rid but goodness me I mean my nerves are kicking in from from that.
1: Yeah um I felt, I know this isn't really the time to mention them as neither of them were involved in this moment, but by this point, I was really, really aware of how bad Atkinson and Cockrum were playing. <laughs> I know, as I say, none, neither of them were involved in this little moment, but we're a ways into the first half now. Everything they did was just, they were, there was a moment where Atkinson, it was like 20 minutes in, he just got a straight pass through shooting the ball just went under his foot and went out of play.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> I, I can recall it. It's like because I, I think it was on my
1: side. Yeah. Like, this is a bad sign.
0: Yeah, this is a bad sign.
1: Oh,
0: this is such a common theme. where, are like, we we need absolutely everybody to be, you know, at the top of their game. Up, uh, yeah, yeah, on it, up for it. I, you're right. Like one one failure or one piss poor performance in and amongst the eleven, chances are we don't win that game. Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Everybody needs to be at the very top of their game for us to have a chance against the Old Firm. And sadly, like, four players had good games overall
0: (laughs) outfield. One that really disappointed me is a player that I've, you know, sang the praises of numerous times throughout the season, uh, and that was Barry McKay. Because there's a chance (sighs) where Sims pulls one back to him and he just smashes over the bar. Like, he's sort of leaning back. I, even I know that you're told, get your head over it and probably work the goalkeeper. And he does neither. And it sails high into the stands, over the Union Bears behind the goal. And it's like... I, I, I felt as though that was Mackay's genuine only contribution.
1: Listen. This may sound harsh, right? Because I love him. I think he's been one of the best signings I can remember. Like, just generally. I don't mean this year. I don't don't mean this year. I don't know where this is going. Go on. This season has simultaneously proved how he is arguably the most important outfield player to a non-Old Firm side in this league, whilst simultaneously showing why he has failed in England. Because in the biggest games, he goes missing completely. He's very good against... Livingston, St Motherwell, Johnston, Aberdeen, St Johnston, all yeah. teams on, outside mate. the big three. Now I know that in the, in the top six, bottom six derby the week before. It's no
0: wonder you'd never heard of him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cause all the big games I'm watching, he's never, he's <laughs> not there. Um, that game he did. I thought he, it was probably his best performance in a big game. Like he got that really amazing assist for Halliday second. And he just kind yeah. of was buzzing around in the 3-1 game. But, barring that, I felt every other derby is not turned up. Every game against Celtic is not turned up. And every game against Rangers is not turned up. Not, and the cup final was the embodiment of it. And listen, please, I know some people, I'll take this out of context, being like, so Daniel hates Barry Mackay and thinks he's... Not. No, I think he's one of our best players and he is one of the key players for us next season in Europe. But hopefully he can look at the fight and go, Europe's a big game, I need to actually turn up in it. Because as soon as you're so right, if he doesn't play well, he's like another player who I'm, I'm sure we'll get to. It. If he doesn't play well, we don't create anything. No. <laughs> like it's we're so limited without him.
0: That that was a big thing for me as well, talking about the latter stages. You're turning to guys on the bench who we know aren't of that same calibre as Barry Mackay, they might offer different attributes elsewhere. But ultimately, if he's had an off day, do I really expect somebody, and again, this sounds harsh, that isn't as good as Barry Mackay
1: to step mm-hmm. forward in his absence? Probably not. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think that's harsh. I think that's just... Fair. what the f- And again, we'll speak about this lots of times during this. What this exposed was the difference in an old-firm squad to the rest of the league squad. Not starting 11s, but the actual squad you have at your disposal. It's light years of difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because because again, like we're, we're alluding to there, or we've touched on the fact that John Suter was a different class. Rangers would have taken John Suter. Craig Gordon probably gets in the Rangers team. You know, we could we could do this all day, but it, yeah. it is the squads. And we said this in the preview. You know, even when we were watching... Rangers in Seville there's players on their bench that I'm thinking yeah he'd do a job for us or yeah he could yeah. probably start for Hearts um, but that's obviously not the, not the case the other way um, again I spoke about Calvin Bassey at length but the the Nigerians were beginning to link up with Joe Rebo nodding wide from one of his deliveries he then sends a fantastic ball which is probably the chance of the first half uh, for Rangers obviously we had the, the Sims Sitter, some might say. I think it's unfortunate. I think he's just a lucky bit. But, but yeah. some have described it as a sitter. But this really is a sitter from Ahmad Diallo because Bassi sends in a superb delivery. He evades Cochrane at the back stick and it just seems to hit the top of his head and bounce over the goal um, high and into the stand where he probably connects with the forehead. And we're 1 0 down heading in at half time, aren't we, mate? He's
1: shite, isn't he? <laughs> He's not great. He's so bad. Like, I know Man United are terrible now, but even he, he's not going they to be a Manchester United player. They a for him too, mate. Was it not about it's 18 crazy. million or something they paid for him? crazy. From. He's terrible. Like, I've not... He was that sums up Man time. United's
0: recruitment, though, eh?
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, that was the thing, because obviously I've, it's been very well known that my dad and brother are both my United fans, and when the team was announced, I look to them and be like, "See if you celebrate if he scores, okay?" He kicked it, but oh, he was so—he was terrible. And on the flip side, yeah, what else can we say about Calvin Bassey? I saw somebody say this, and I just, listen. I tell you what, oh, I will say—I
0: can't wait till he buggers off. Yeah, I can't wait no for
1: that. People will say this is hyperbole, but I think he's as good as Van Dyke when he was at Celtic like i get very much what you mean like see when you watch him and it's that imposing frame
0: where you just like terrifying like like, it's how young he is but he looks like the men in against
1: boys yeah just because And apparently no one makes it worse he's a man mountain mate. no one makes it worse go on he's apparently lovely
0: yeah yeah He's uh, apparently uh, he a really funny,
1: nice guy, and it's like, oh come on! You've got everything. Like know. at least be a dick, he and must, then everyone go. Mm. He
0: must have something. He's not got like a squeaky voice or that, has he? There has to be something. Oh, that lets I've him never down.
1: heard them speak, so maybe he has maybe. quite a high-pitched voice. No, but. he'll have a lovely voice. He'll. T- oh, I can't wait until he leaves at all. <sighs>
0: um, but yeah. We get to half time remarkably. <laughs> I will 0-0. say,
1: I was happy at half time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I See, did. if you'd say to me before the game, You're you are getting into half time 0 yeah, 0. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, perfect. And we had started well, in my opinion. First 20 minutes, I thought we were good. It tailed we off a little bit towards
0: the end of that first half. Yeah. But you'd have
1: taken that 100%. 100%. So I was like, right, we just need to keep doing what we're doing. And hopefully, another Sims chance comes and we take it. And then there is a turning point in the second half that I think fucks us let's just cut straight to that Go on. Boyce goes off and that was it Boyce coming off killed us I, I didn't, e- start that I after didn't Boyce, think Boyce
0: had a great game if I'm honest
1: I thought he was the third best player in the park for us I thought Suter was the best and I thought Devlin did really well Devlin that first half was exactly what you want Cary Devlin to do he's buzzing about winning challenges going into challenges that were potentially lost balls and trying to get some in
0: not leave us a wee bit exposed sometimes though
1: no No I don't think so I just think and this is the this is the thing and this is rubbish analysis but I think it's true (laughs) they are just a better team than us (laughs) so like
0: it's that insightfulness that's what everybody's after
1: but the moment Boyce went off it exposed once again how I said Barry Mackay can be their most important player in the day in terms of creativity there is no outfield player more important to us than Liam Boyce because when he went off that was it it was a sort of start where it was like from when he went off we had twenty one percent possession after after that. Bloody like, hell. We just cause there's no one to stick 21%. to twenty
0: one percent.
1: It was something like that. I can't remember where I got that, so so somebody might have proof that that's absolute bollocks. But I'll tell you what, it felt like that. It, yeah, it felt did. like Yeah, that
0: makes sense.
1: It, and Sims, for all these positives, isn't the type of striker he hold it up. He's the guy who flick it on to make a run in the channel and stuff like that. Boyce is that glue that holds everything together. You'll win it. You'll keep it tight allow runners off him. Who came on for him? Andy fucking Halliday.
0: Can we talk about that, please? Because I was going to say about, about Liam Boyce, but
1: Andy Halliday
0: at right wing in a major cup final.
1: What is that?
0: The season is literally like... This is it with regards to our season. This, this has been the game that I've waited on since we beat Hibbs in that league game at Time Castle, and then the Scottish Cup semi. And you play Andy Halliday at right wing.
1: It was just. Kelvin Bassey was probably tackling. pissing
0: his pants when he saw that Andy Halliday was coming on to play right wing.
1: Play him in the middle of the park, by all means, but come on. But even even Halliday for Boyce as a sub. Even if you're playing Halliday in his natural yeah, position, yeah, that, that that just screams to me as though mental. we were
0: setting up for you know nil nil, probably yeah. try and get through extra time and maybe take them on pens.
1: But like, listen, I I am glad he's hopefully leaving, but why not? That's a time for Woodburn. Like, <laughs> at least it's a cra- right, yeah. it's it's an attacking change. Like, it's a like for like, and listen, boys had to go off. He was out on his feet and uh, you could see
0: it I mean even then it turned to Gary McKay Steven and Josh Janelli later on in the game So am done that,
1: with them, by the way no, uh, so no
0: I know I'm not you know I'm not saying that they're the answer no I know your I know your point
1: where you're like, like why that, is that, that makes that that, yeah
0: that, that makes way, much right? more of a, a a common sense sub
1: yeah yeah they were at least like for like uh, yeah.
0: yeah offensive yeah. players that might actually like, I'm not saying that they would but they might drag no, us up but the they park theoretically they're meant to I think it also shows how not dependent Ellis Sims is on Liam Boyce per se but sort of the chemistry that they've got between the two of them. They work best together. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like this uh, (laughs) hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it? It really is.
1: (laughs) And obviously listen, there's nothing we can do to prevent Boyce. Boyce wasn't fit. It, it, it's been well documented in the last few days that if it wasn't a cup final, Boyce wouldn't have played. Halkett wouldn't have played, who's now going under the knife to get surgery. Devlin probably wouldn't have played for as long as he did. And John I really Sitter made agree... his first
0: start in two months.
1: Yeah, exactly. None of them would have played if it was just a league game. But I really agreed with Craig Fowler's thread where we've obviously been quite negative here and it's justifiable because... For most of that game, we were really poor. But at the same time, it's like, we were playing the European, the Europa League finals team. No, like, of course. A team that beat Dortmund, that beat Leipzig, that got through the groups, that had played like 50 games this season. And a lot of people were making things about, well, they were playing in Seville on Wednesday night. That's and what I was going to say, tired. though.
0: Like, we were the ones that looked as though we'd played 50 games. But...
1: But the thing is that so we're saying there that Rangers have clearly a better team, clearly financially. That doesn't just stop at the the squad. First 11. That yeah. it, that extends to staff as well. So they will have the best sports scientists and fitness people marking and managing them to get them through games. So it's I totally understand why people will look at the kind of black and white fact of going. This team played set amount of days. This team played this set amount of days. We all it wanted we all wanted them up. to go to extra time. Yeah, of course. But th- I think that was just us as fans going, well, in our head, that makes sure that we have a better chance. When that isn't how football in 2022 works. Like Rangers have been playing midweek and weekends all season.
0: Uh, and ultimately, we've got to have more in the final third and more in midfield to try and get us into offensive areas. Yeah. It just... I don't want to say it was backs to the wall, but it certainly felt as though we were just playing for pens, really. I do
1: get that mentality, though, because it was working up until a wonder goal. Which, as Halkett said in the past couple of days, deflated the site. Th- it just broke them.
0: But but it depends what you define as it working because like they, st- they passed up numerous good chances. I mean if we if we talk to like if we talk about the the last couple within the ninety, mm-hmm. you know, it's only because Ryan Jack curls one high and wide. You know, it, Later on in the match, he makes sure that he gets his laces through it, and that's what proves the difference. You had Joe Rebo being slipped in, where it's only because of a ridiculous save from Craig Gordon that Rangers don't nick it in the dying embers of the game. Same with Scott Wright hitting the bar. We were riding our luck. I'm not sure whether you can put that down to the game plan personally. Like, yes, it worked, but it only works... If it's successful, do you, do you get where I'm coming from? Absolutely,
1: but I guess you could say that about any game no, plan. No, I know. Like you it, need it, luck. And, and again, as yeah, part of it.
0: For, fortune's a big thing. And yeah. it just it just appeared as though all of this combined, we t- we just didn't have. It, 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 is, it is as simple as that. Yeah. Um, into extra time again. Like what what were you thinking? Because I could. I was thinking I'll take this. I I was thinking it's an absolute miracle that we're here. Yeah, definitely. That, Get, that's given awesome the as opportunities well. that they passed <laughs> up. I was like, but again, I will take "Had you offered this. me it?" Yeah. yeah. No, of course. Of course. It just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> really hurts. You know when you're just like again, it's like the whole method of loss. <laughs> this is this is probably the second worst way to lose it. I'd rather lose it in extra time than lose it in 90 minutes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so, I'm not so sure of it. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. With Joe Rebo tucking that away, have made that better. To lose it on a sole goal, maybe not. No way. But I just, would feel just, much worse if yeah. we lost
1: it right in the day.
0: But but again, like the, the quick fire double, the nature of the quick fire double, that sucker punch. It's like yeah, of course. That's. that's but you then
1: got half an hour to like accept it. Well, well, <laughs> yes, well <laughs> half an, Yeah,
0: half an hour longer, right? Enough. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ah, Let's speak
1: about the goals because Nathaniel Atkinson's at fault for both of them.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Joe Rebo nodded over before Rangers would take the lead. It's only after 94 minutes that Rangers take a corner. Craig Halkett heads clear, but it's only for, or only as far as Ryan Jack hovering on the edge of the area to smash one home. It actually looks as though it's through a sea of bodies and I noticed Craig Gordon...
1: Craig Gordon losing his mind at something and I don't know why.
0: I I was watching the Hearts TV highlights back. I think Laurie's spot on in his commentary. He's just chancing it because I don't see what he's calling for. I've watched it back numerous times and Gordon sort of palms his hand as if to say there's a handball.
1: I think he's saying Gino handles it. But again, yeah, it's like... So like pull it back uh, so I've got a chance to save. Do it. you know
0: what I mean? Like we'd rather gamble and take a fifty fifty chance that they're gonna score from a pen or that Gordon saves. Well yeah, than, if you were
1: given g- the option, like do you want to but concede it? the penalty? Like, but the likelihood is that it'll
0: score anyway. Of
1: course, but I get So, so point.
0: like I don't I don't get the argument. I don't I get, don't what get he's, I don't get what he's after.
1: I don't get because that's not how football works. Like that's never gonna be a thing, Craig. <laughs> they're not gonna go, oh well your player messed up yeah. so we'll pull it back and take away a Rangers thing yeah.
0: but that's not how it works rather than just rob them of the goal we'll give them a 50%, <laughs> 50% chance of scoring yeah. we would you. that that
1: oh, would be amazing for us that, but that for just, them it makes
0: no sense imagine the seath had Gordon saved the penalty after that could you imagine oh my god by the ra- way they'd have been rightly raging
1: I want to clarify the reason I think this is the goal that is kind of lesser at fault of Atkinson the reason I think yeah, that is that, because I, I think that's harsh, no? Probably I'm probably just so I was fucking fuming with Atkinson after the game. So was my like, pal Ross that was
0: stood with as well. He was more he than anybody
1: I was he, more annoyed he with he him. He turned
0: to me after about 20 minutes and said, He is going to be our downfall today. Yeah, and I, I think like, I said what? the
1: same thing, to be honest. I think I said the exact same thing. The reason I kinda because the corner comes from him messing up. Because the ball is coming towards him. And he goes to take a step and slips and the ball goes through him. But it's like he didn't need to take the step. The ball could have just come to him and been able to do it. But he takes a step forward to try and like get involved, slips, and it allows Rangers to come in. And then it ensuing block goes out for a corner, which then leads to Ryan Jacks.
0: I, I genuinely can't even remember that I don't know if it was just a dark cloud of depression <laughs> hit me at this point and I was just like oh, well the know, second goal I can happened.
1: definitely blame him for the second goal was...
0: well, this, is, this is what I was going to come to Like, even at 1-0 I know what you're saying and I know that we hadn't showed any attacking intent for a long, if not all of that game <laughs> long games. stages but if not all of that game <laughs> But there's always a chance. I say it all the time. Yeah. At 1-0, we're still in it. It's only then, a few minutes later, when they go up and make it two, that we're not. Um, Listen. Look, Atkinson loses possession. I, I want to say on the edge of the Rangers box, but I don't think he's that far up.
1: He's certainly he's high he's high, he's high up the park.
0: Do you know um, what he does?
1: Do you know what he does? He does on. the thing that away, a few months ago I said, I pointed out, after the Rangers game at Tynecastle, the 2-1, that we'd have to worry about that and that he needs to quickly get rid of that. It is the taking it down the byline and cutting in instead of putting a ball in. He did it against Celtic at home for Hatati's goal where he was in our half and instead of playing a ball up the line, he oh, cut into right. the middle of the park. And try it, to he tried to fish it into Boyce, I think it was, yes, from my memory Yes, exactly. Says. Yeah. He's then done it in almost every single game since. Sometimes it's been it's caught him out. Other times it's been fine and we've managed to move on. But that was the most egregious work of it, and that says to me that he's not learning. Like you should be uh, in that certain game. You should go ah, that was a oh I fucked up there. Apologies, right? I kind of need to be aware of that. But he's done it so many times and I don't know if it's that he got confidence from it working a couple of times it's never worked to us doing anything it's just that he hasn't lost the ball that's what he classifies as it working, like he's managed to then get a pass out.
0: And yeah I'm actually thinking earlier in this very competition the one time that I can recall him getting down the line and crossing for us to score was We Aaron scored. Akanef.
1: Yeah. No twice Al- albeit he did a bit twice. Of fortune
0: oh yeah did he supply for Sims as well in that a mirroring game
1: no, Cochrane against Talbot. He rides oh, Jesus, forward, so he gets did. into the box, and fires it across. Kind of so is. he's got a one hundred uh, yeah, percent record. Well, hold, on.
0: <laughs> hold on a second, because after that performance against, um, like Talbot, everyone was adamant that it was the second coming of Cafu
1: I didn't. I was saying that I was worried about <laughs> him positionally even then. You know me, and I, just I,
0: I don't get carried away often. It wasn't. <sighs> I, I, it wasn't me then. I, I've Listen, been guilty of it numerous times, but not not me then.
1: I've made it clear that over the last few weeks and months, Atkinson has, in my eyes, improved. And as I've said to back him up, he wasn't expecting to play these amount of games. The Smith injury has happened, but still, it's not like he's eighteen. It's not like (laughs) he's he's got some appendages under the belt. Yeah, Yeah. like (laughs) this is now getting the stage where it's like you need to step up. And because we are in cup finals Like we're going to be playing in Europe next season In group stage football But I just, my overall thing is No one can tell me Smith would have done worse In his position
0: All I'm going to say is I've seen Ryan McGowan like some of our tweets You know, some of our Instagram posts Take him under your wing gowser and, You know, play the whole compatriot card The same position, all that jazz And just, you know, allow him to tighten up defensively
1: I still love him, right He's got a class song But The song is incredible. Come on, Natty. And you love his dogs. you were a big fan of his dogs. His dogs Dogs are (laughs) the best part about him, right? His dogs are outstanding and I love them. But come on, you cost us there.
0: And he cost us there because Ryan Kent breaks away. It's a three on two for Rangers in their (sighs) favour. The Englishman slips in Scott Wright and he slams past Craig Gordon. It's a
1: bad ball for
0: him cool finish yeah the scott Scott Wright does really well well. yeah he does great finish that kills the contest two zip and the game's over in a manner of minutes Maciver. the the annoying thing for me was we're looking for that quick fire response there was absolutely nothing that that came of it i'm afraid
1: yeah and there's nothing else to speak about really about the game but We've obviously been very negative there. My immediate reaction was, listen, that wasn't very good. (laughs) We'd much rather it went another way. However, and I feel like some people did let it overshadow what has been a fantastic season, easily one of the best in my lifetime, and that's what I chose to focus on. Yeah, we couldn't get it over the, over the, the line. Nielsen made the point where it was like, their subs come on and win them the game our subs come on and do nothing like that's the difference and that's where we're trying to get to I don't think we ever will because I don't think we can ever compete with the old firm Just, it, logically it makes no sense but having that attitude of wanting to is class and it's why we've been so good this year
0: Oh, that's, that's a lovely little spin. I was going to say, I'm, I'm one of these gullible bastards that believes that we might, with a bit of luck. like no, a, good, a, good, no a, good, a good A good decade of luck. No, <laughs> you, you, it's
1: you, not
0: happening. You never know. I, ever the optimist, mate. Come on, keep the faith. I say it every no. week. <laughs> every no, week there's the
1: a spot. difference. I, I fully understand going, like, keep the faith. We could win a one-off game against them, but not a 38-game game League season, can we do anything with it? No, them?
0: I might, might keep the face for, you know, that one time that we'll all strike lucky and Hearts will win the Scottish treble and then we'll be competing in the Champions
1: League. Yeah, that's going to that happen, aye. Just... Yeah, definitely. Unless we get another 12 Romanoffs turn up at once. <laughs> <laughs> the Lithuanian Mafia seize control of Hearts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just like the good old days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tremendous. Where even then, we only finished <laughs> second. We didn't even win the league.
0: I know Why did I opt to wear this top today I don't know. <laughs> this That season man oh, Sensational But I thought that We might take the time out To interact with some listeners Obviously this won't be The last episode of this season We'll Yes Go that little bit Dig that little deep further I think next week You're, you're wanting to aren't you So Yes um, I can't be asked for that Maybe we'll need to get a guess on But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see <laughs> um, but I, I tweeted before we came on today uh, to record and said the boys are back this evening talk about Saturday any thoughts you want to give that could be included in the show so thank you very much everybody that got in touch
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, let's get Richard Cobb's comment out of the way first and foremost he just responded with the emoji with a hand up in the air So he's still raging
1: that he couldn't take over the Instagram
0: we would have been cancelled I don't fancy yeah. this cancel culture so let's move on um <laughs> Alan Meikle agreed with you and says, "Contain them. Then you need to roll the dice. Turn to the bench. Didn't have a dice. A tale of what ifs and maybes. But the better team won. If we keep getting back to finals, we won't lose them all. So yeah, he's actually in agreement with you, and simultaneously sort of on the same bandwagon as me, where like every dog has its day. Law of averages says
1: no. I believe we we can win a cup final. Yeah, Yeah. just not do anything in the league. That's what I'm talking about." thanks but I fully agree with that I think it was a tale of like two benches and two squads
0: squad strength that's, that's, that's yeah. what it's down to is it exactly. um, Graham's got in touch and says it's been a great season and looking forward to seeing what players we bring in and European football I did feel we were far too passive on Saturday and didn't do anything near enough to hurt Rangers and we need to show far more belief against the Glasgow teams next season what's your thoughts with regards to that McIver
1: I disagree slightly in the I don't put stock into the belief and attitude thing, right? It's not, as though, it's not as though players go out to play badly. Exactly. And I know that's not what Graham's suggesting, but there is an aspect of... what, Like, to you, what does have a go mean?
0: I hate this question. Uh, this is the thing, because I, this is what I was sort of wanting to get into as well. I think I'm probably more optimistic or more quietly optimistic when playing either of the top two at Time Castle. Mm -hmm. Because there's a part of me that thinks we are fully capable of getting a result. Whether that's just, you know, blind stupidity or whatever, I, I don't know. But to me, like, Saturday just... I just don't... It's almost like, and this... Again, this might seem overdramatic. It's almost like it's wiped out everything in the prior rounds because we've. I not, think
1: that's overdramatic
0: because we've not gone on to do anything. Like I think this squad, not they're capable of causing Rangers problems, but we didn't see that on Saturday.
1: I think we did for twenty minutes. I think we I did for that opening 20, we minutes. twenty minutes. We, did. we hit the and post, then, and
0: that was about it.
1: Yeah, but there's a difference in. Creating like loads of chances because, as you say, you didn't feel Rangers did that, but you felt Rangers overall were the better side. of was a poor game, if I'm honest. Yeah, it was a very, it was good a game.
0: very cagey final. And again, but, like like we said, them playing in Europe, it's a big factor. But I don't feel as though we did anything to to go out and try and win the game, if I'm honest. Other than that, Sim's chance.
1: See, I disagree because I just think again it was, and I, it's very simple. But it's like if we go, if that Sim's chance goes in. The whole oh, game no, I changes. Hear I hear that. I And again, the, it's fine lines, isn't it? Exactly. And a lot of people are obviously making comparisons to ninety-eight. Like, Jink would have won that ninety-eight cup final if Loudrop doesn't hit the post and it goes in. Jim, I don't think we do. Jim Jeffries. Jim
0: Jeffries spoke to me about it and said that George Alberts, I think, was suspended. So they were in, yeah, like, mm-hmm. again, it's these little factors that we get a very we don't soft see. penalty.
1: We get an insanely soft penalty in the first minute and of I'm that not, game.
0: And I'm not being funny, like, had Rangers chances, like, passed on to Alfredo Morelos, he probably doesn't pass up a few, like, he missed a sitter in the one each at Ibrox earlier on in the season. Yeah, he did. And he came back to bite them that day. But his record against
1: Hearts is phenomenal. But that's the thing. I think, and I totally understand it as fans, we, out of every group associated with football, and by that I mean, like, management, pundits, players, fans, etc., Fans often simplify it the most, which I think can benefit a lot because it means that you're just like, if a player tries, you're like, I love you. Like Devlin has enamoured himself to the heart support by just like trying really hard That's and tough you tough tackling. A, no, yeah. Uh, but on the flip, yeah. flip side, I think critically, fans can simplify it a bit too much as well. Where we look at that game and go, oh, well, we didn't even try and win. It's like, I think it's more in-depth than that. Like, I think it's... You look at... Robbie played... The, in terms of personnel, is there anybody that could have really argued about any of the players who played? You can argue about where they physically played, but in terms of the the players... I, I, think, it's,
0: I think it's maybe a, a Smith for Atkinson is yeah, the real that's, one that I could like, think of. And obviously, if Benny's...
1: Yeah, of course, if, if Benny's, Benny's Finn, back. He he plays. yeah, But Nielsen played the best team that we have at our disposal currently Mm. and a team that was struggling with fitness and we we came up against a squad worth like 50 million quid Uh,
0: Can I just say, this hasn't popped up on here but it's just made me think what were your thoughts to John Suter's leaving message because again, this is Irritated Hearts fans where it's like, what was it, thanks for everything at Heart and Midlothian I don't know what more he can say Because It must be such an awkward situation and by the way, I just want to say to John Suter, not that he listens to this, but the odd chance that he might might see it that he was phenomenal on Saturday. He will not look out of place in that Rangers team for me. I thought he was head and shoulders our best player on the park. Did everything he could to try and win it for us Um, and ultimately had he been joined by other more competent teammates we could have gone on to win that but look it's a it's a shit situation for him that the final mm-hmm. was the teams that it was Um, and it's not like we just said that the conspiracy theorists would have been out yeah. like with their torches there's absolutely no doubt that he gave his all for hearts in that final just as he has ever since the whole announcement came out so yeah. Sope, it's a massive thanks for your service from me and I wish you personally all the very best
1: definitely a, a lot of people read into that message like a lot of people like comparing it with the Ellis Sims one where he did like a yeah. little paragraph because I like, was annoyed when it came out about Sewer, but like, it's, it's a short career he's an employee of yeah. a company who has moved to another company that's I'd rather he didn't it. move to said company yeah. but I totally as a human level I totally understand it and Listen, people are going, how's that for a farewell, like, for God's sake, after all we've done for you? Two things on that. One, we did what any club would do for a... That's not anything we should be commended for, that we helped an injured player for us. Because
0: otherwise we'd have been criticised for shoving him out the door.
1: Yeah, we would have been breach of contract if we just went, oh, no, actually, you got a long-term injury, that's it, you're away. Well, why don't we do that with Benny then? Like, Benny's out until February, so why aren't we doing that for him? Because we're a club
0: you see it so often with clubs that they're that quick to get players out the door. Like they, uh, Hearts aren't going to look after John Suter now that he's away and they wouldn't have if John Suter had stayed for the rest of his career.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's a ridiculous idea. Gary Locke's the only exception, in it? Where he's, yeah, he's yeah, claimed exactly, a wee
0: yeah. ambassadorial role and exactly. had a wee time in the dugout. But
1: he's loving it. I he's saying that. Um, but secondly, his farewell message was that performance, was putting in yeah. a man-in-the-match level performance like he has done most times he's been in the park. There was a dip During the season, and I have made it very clear, I don't think he's been even in our top two defenders this season. I think Halkett and Kingsley have both been above him in terms of when looking at the season as a whole and the importance to this side, I think Halkett and Kingsley have both outperformed him. That doesn't mean I think they they are better footballers than John Suter. I think it's clear that John Suter is a better footballer and what his sign-off and what his farewell was was keeping that game at 2-0 instead of 4-5-0, or 5-0, like it would have been if he wasn't playing. So I don't understand the people who are really critical of... And it's, it's the same thing when folk give shit to Halliday for speaking about Rangers. It means nothing. It doesn't affect anything at all. It's just folk trying to have an argument about something. At
0: the end of the day, are we put in a better delivery in our one second half chance in the 88th minute from a corner and he goes and heads it home he would deservedly win Man of the Match, or if one of his teammates had headed it home. Yeah. Because he'd have won the Cup, he'd have claimed probably the Man of the Match award, because, like I say, by far and away our best player, and that would have been the perfect departing gift. Yeah. It hasn't worked out like that. But we don't need to, you know, bash him, given that we've had some great times when John suits has been in our defence. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> but that's, that's for another day. Um... Yeah, if I go back to Twitter, I mean, Peter has said, I think a discussion about how we can't look past the fact that while we finished third comfortably, we also have to understand that the rest of the teams in the league had horrendous seasons and we're going to have to prepare for much more competition after the summer. To be fair, that's maybe not for a discussion about Saturday, though. Um, Well,
1: I want to briefly touch it because...
0: I've been arguing the point that it's a terrible league, so you carry on. (laughs)
1: This this will be more next week because we're going to do a season right. review okay. and we will But I do want to touch on it slightly. That all I'll say is I understand the complaints or well, not the complaints, just this the statements that the week hasn't been as good this year. If it was more competitive, who knows where would have been where would have finished. People like to do that. When it's negative things, so for example, when people go, oh, well, what if Sims score? And then it goes, it doesn't matter how that's if buts and maybe's, it doesn't matter. But then when you go, he hasn't. Well,
0: so like what? Yeah.
1: So so it doesn't matter then. But then when you go, well, we have finished third. Then people like to go, oh, well, what if the league was better? Well, the league wasn't better. And we we beat we beat more teams more often than we lost. Like the 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 league might have been bad. But we've been very good as well.
0: You see this this argument, and it goes back to the John Suter thing. Had players' careers gone slightly differently, would they be better or worse? Yeah. It's like, they might have been better, but they might have been worse. But we yeah. don't know because what's happened has happened.
1: Yeah, how do you uh, know if even if Hebs, Aberdeen, Motherwell were all really good, how do you know we still wouldn't have beaten them every time we played them? It's all, and would have still been third?
0: Clearly. It's all theory. Uh, look...
1: I get it as a point, and I want to go more in-depth into it next week, so I, I really do appreciate the question, but...
0: Oh, Christ, I, I'll have to do my research then. Oh, <laughs> because I've been be bashing this drum all year, just saying that they're rubbish oh, and no average. I've got notes no. I've got
1: notes and everything. But I I do think some people have tended to use it to kind of beat Robbie with. you know, well, you're not actually that good, it's just that the week shape. Yeah.
0: I mean which I, I disagree. I mean I'm not I'm not a big Robbie Nielsen fan and I can argue that but I'm not I'm not Nielsen out because of us performing Some folk well won in the after
1: week. Saturday and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> That's
0: just and, and no it wasn't me if you are watching. No it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't, no. I was I was disappointed with the performance, but we're not ripping it all up now. Yeah. It was more of the championship campaign. Look again. This is this is for another time. Relax, guys. Yeah, it's, fine. it's fine. End of the season. We'll all go away on holiday. We'll all have a great exactly. time, and we're back in Europe. So
1: right. That's, Speaking that's okay. about that, I want to speak about transfer targets. All oh, right.
0: Well, I was going to say Becky Davies asked on Twitter, "Who should we be looking at signing in the summer?"
1: So it's all it's all it's all part of a plan. This brilliant. <laughs> right. So I've I've made. How many names? I've and, got seven names. Well, Stuart, let,
0: again, I'm going to tie that in with, Stuart Morrison says, realistic transfers. So how many of said seven are realistic?
1: Potentially six out of the seven. Oh, nice. Maybe? I don't okay. know. Well, I'll let well, you and the listeners Okay, well,
0: we'll come back to the other Twitter questions after you give us said right. seven. The magic so, seven, the magnificent seven. Yes, exactly.
1: Out of the seven, two of them are current players on loan at us. Right, right. So the first one is the one that is probably the least unlike the like most likely to not happen is Ellis Sims. So I think every Hearts fan wants Sims back for another year. I don't really. I don't think you'll find a Hearts fan who doesn't want them back. I don't think it's happening. Oh, I've said this for a few weeks. I saw
0: it just broke my heart.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You saw his tweet. But
0: we did see the comment that Toby Civic left on but his But he's Instagram. clearly
1: just being funny. That's all that's happening.
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: No, that's all. That. Toby Civic's just well, being funny.
0: And that, actually, can we speak about Toby Civic? Because I met the people, his mates, that had been given tickets by him on Saturday. Lovely people. Oh, very very nice. Cool. They were fantastic. Shared the train in with me. Great, great guys. Lovely gals. Very nice people. So,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Well done, Toby. You've got well a good done. taste well of friends. You've got a good taste of friends. But, yeah. I don't think Sims is coming back. But I think if you're joking about Sims coming back, you're a mug. Yes, exactly. I'll find, exactly. You, I'll find don't... you out down south. See you later. Don't, don't... <laughs> don't be a groninger. Yes, exactly. But I don't think he's coming. But I put him in the list because I want to. Okay. second one is, and listen, it probably isn't going to be popular with a lot of people, especially after Saturday. I want us to sign Alex Cochrane permanently.
0: I don't, I, I, I'm not against that. I, I like wee Cochrane. I think for the most part he's been, he's been very, very good. A shrewd signing
1: when that was yes, first made. Yes, definitely. And, and this kind of applies to quite a few people in this list, we're going to need a bigger squad because <laughs> we're going into Europe. So we can't. Honestly, I'm sick of
0: hearing this. I just want to see the arrivals coming.
1: But listen, I know that a lot of fans for years, we've been conditioned to just having a good 11 and shit behind it. Like, we've been like, oh yeah, we've got. Saturday the is the proof. We yeah. need a squad. Exactly. So some players won't blow you away, but they're good squad depth options. I, I think, this,
0: this is why like everybody turning their nose up at Alan Forrest and Lauren Shankler, they're mental for me
1: number three on my list, Alan, <laughs> Alan Forrest,
0: Forrest. <laughs> that's a surprise so, yeah we would take though
1: obviously we've been linked with him extensively apparently he's kind of debating whether he joined us or Dundee United it seems, Gross a Alan but he's going to get a lot more money at Dundee United probably, because the way they do but wages they is insane
0: do it in fact, Mark Ogren's just there
1: making it yeah. rain and snow. It's mental. But what probably most likely is. I know a lot of people go, well, European Football Island, you're never going to get this in your career. But he's probably going to be a starter at Nundee United, where he won't be a starter and at us.
0: They might, they might
1: navigate their way through the conference qualifiers. Yeah, exactly. He could be playing in Europe. But we don't know. Group season as well. Definitely. His apparent replacement, however, if we don't sign him, is another person on the list, Connor Ronan. I would love to sign Ronan. It would mean we have to buy them.
0: Different players as well, though. Yes, anyway. of
1: course, of course.
0: Oh, has oh, he still got another year at Wolves?
1: Another th- two years. Christ. He signed an extension last year, it's, so it's until 2024. Oh, are you doing that? I know exactly. The rumour is they want around, like, just over a quarter of a million for him or something like that. That's That's not bad. It's not bad. It's really not bad, yeah, and right. I think for a a guy who's proven in the league, as well, it's not even that big of a risk. We certainly saw his exploits at Tynecastle, Mike. Exactly, off one hundred percent. And and I have been assured by Saint jo- Mirren fans he doesn't just score rakers. like he is also a good player <laughs> generally. <laughs> as a Boris. Yeah. Um, next so one, apparently more in, interested in Ronan as
0: well. Yes. As well. Yeah. And, and Aberdeen
1: with big Jimbo, but Jimbo, yeah. you can do one. Surely he's not going to again? It might be a money thing, and I don't know. I'm um, the, mm. the next one is one that you are a big fan of I know that you've spoken about him extensively on Twitter is Dylan Tate Dylan Levitt I'm Dylan Tate Dylan Tate I want as well Dylan Tate from no oh. it's a different Dylan Tate a different, a different Dylan Tate, Dylan Tate. Right, okay. but he's like a young guy coming through who I think looks quite good in the middle of the park okay. but also Dylan Levitt is also on my list push the boat out I want yeah. Dylan Levitt is he on a contract with United? I think he is. Well, Welsh... then we don't even need to push the ball out that much.
0: Welsh international on a free, twenty-one years of age.
1: I think he would be great. He would be very good in the middle of the park. It's surely a no-brainer. Um, and then because I don't think we're going to get Sims, and I think we need to buy like. I've seen varying opinions from: we need to buy one striker. to we need to buy four strikers?
0: Can I just say, like we were talking about pre-contracts when we were back in the championship I highlighted Ross Stewart and there I was, seeing him at the weekend firing Sunderland into the championship and back in the Scotland squad and I'm like oh no! Yeah, but he
1: is at League One level now, but, but again, didn't do great at Ross County's last season.
0: And again you know, like I've alluded to there's no, there's no guarantee that he comes yeah. here and sets the head on We instantly. have
1: plenty of experience of taking strikers in form and there being a Probably
0: more team. so than anybody else in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking about strikers, I've went. I think we need to sign two. Uh-huh. I think two, including Boyce.
0: I'm worried because you don't you don't like Shanklin, so I'm I'm worried. Shanklin to is not
1: part of my list.
0: I know he's not. Right? Oh, he's well, not oh I list. know who one of them is because I saw you right. take to Twitter. So some ridiculous wage demands for
1: Andrew them, Carroll. One of them is a young Scottish player. Young Scottish player. Who's a striker. And has made headlines in recent weeks for his X points down south. I would like us to sign Elliot Anderson. Oh. Is he not, a, is he not a
0: midfielder? No. No. Is is he a, he's a like
1: a he's a centre for he's a Firmino. Right. He can play deeper, he can play the false okay. nine. Whatever.
0: He'll be anything but Bobby Firmino us. But yeah, we'd take yes.
1: Elliot Anderson like young Scottish striker, Newcastle, obviously he's done well at league two. He's not quite ready to make the jump up yet. I think a season loan with us in The Sims' mould of, like, get a premiership striker in to even, try and get him. predominantly
0: injury. league games rather than yes. throwing him in, a, in Europe. Yeah, yep.
1: okay. I think that would be good. And then, lastly, it's Andy Carroll because it has <sighs> to happen. It's not going to happen,
0: though, is it? It has to, though. It is has it? to. No, it
1: doesn't. I need Andy Carroll to play for both my teams in my life. I will be he's younger than everybody thinks. How old is he? How old do you think he is? How old do you think he is? Thirty-three. He's thirty-two. Ooh, oh, close. <laughs> I saw some people be like, he's Stephen Fletcher's age. No, he's not. <laughs> right? He's not. He's not up with Marshall or Gordon or anything like that. He's he he's 32? Michael Smith's
0: age. Oh, to be fair, he broke through at Newcastle when he was young though. Yes, Topper he was a very young man. Listen. Jesus.
1: I'd take him. Just for a laugh, no. I'd take, I'd take him even if he was shit, just because I want to say Andy Carroll play for Hearts. I know this isn't the best scouting. Mechanism.
0: I genuinely feel like we'd have more chance of signing Sims for another year's loan than Andy
1: Carroll. Probably, because apparently he's wanting twenty grand a week. But I say give him it. I say give him it. Right, he can come in and be like double everybody else. This is he'll, like he'll play four games and then get hurt.
0: This must be like my football manager. 2010 save where he won world player of the year whilst yeah. at hearts for me exactly, Unbelievable. exactly, but no
1: finally not for in 2022 and he'd win world player of the year when he came to us now age 32 I'm so on board even just so, everybody, everybody else will hate it, it'll be terrible, it'll be hurt for 90% of the time, but I'll get to say I've seen Andy Carroll play for hearts and that's all I want, even signing for a one game pay as you play him. we play him once
0: Yes, because a club that are renowned with you know players remaining injury-free would definitely take a chance on Andy Carroll on 20 bags a week.
1: I'm oh, a my old.
0: God. Joe Savage, Barry Mackay and all that, you come to me. Listen. Andy Carroll, and to run the club into the ground, you go to him.
1: Listen, we've been too well-run for the yeah. last couple of years, yeah. right? It's gone too smoothly. <laughs> yeah, I miss the old days where we just fucking buy David Vitavine and just go, ah right, sure. <laughs> Let's see what he does. And he does nothing.
0: That, that just sums up Hearts fans. There we are, begging for defeats at home to <laughs> the Rovers and Queen of the <laughs> South again.
1: <laughs> yep. I'll miss they days. What's this? Comfortably finishing third and getting any finals. In oh. Europe. No. Nah, this this
0: winning most weeks is shite. So it's boring. boring. <laughs>
1: it's boring. I want to be a yo yo club once again, and Andy Carroll can take us there. Oh,
0: good grief. You need to get this out of your head. <laughs> right, let's get to the other tweets. Um, Ralph Smith simply asks Adam, are you okay? No, Ralph. No, I'm um, absolutely not. Um, oh, we- sorry.
1: I have an update from last week about something that we mentioned from a listener.
0: Go on. Oh, remember last week? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ian emailed us back. He got to the game. Oh, excellent. That was good. He's. I was very jealous. His son played at St James's Park the day before. Wow. Like on the pitch. Who did his boys play for? I don't know. It was like I. can't remember. I've not got the email in front of me. I'm very sorry, Ian. It was like a his school or his boys' team were asked to play on St James's Park. Wow. So you got to do that. And his dad came down and went oh we've actually got, or like his mate phoned him was like can you get to Hamden tomorrow morning I've got your tickets so he drove all the way up he met Stephen Presley he met oh, Jim like Jeffries oh, he met amazing. he saw and Henderson we got beat and he spent loads of money on petrol and that but he got there so Ian I'm delighted for you
0: oh, well that makes two of us. That's that's good
1: Definitely. Sorry, I just remember that now and wanted to get that into the that's show. All,
0: that's alright. Ian, Ian Horsburgh said, felt like another opportunity missed. Rangers are a strong side but I was hopeful that it would cause them more problems. Need to be in peak condition and play to highest level to win against the Old Firm. We didn't do that on Saturday. More disappointed rather than critical. On to next yeah. season. What positions need strengthening? How will we cope with the increased number of matches? Could it potentially affect domestic form? What is a realistic target for next season? Andy Carroll is what we need. What positions do need strengthening? Because we're going to need a centre-half to replace John Sitter.
1: I think we need a centre-half, two full-backs, two wide players, a left-back and, and a right-back. Left-back and a right-back, yeah, if we uh-huh. don't sign Cochrane,
0: Who are wing-backs um, wing as well, I take as it. As well.
1: Yeah. Backup goalkeeper, which should be top of the list. Without a doubt. Uh, two wide players at least.
0: I'd argue three.
1: Yeah, a, a minimum of two. A minimum like, of two, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we need strikers as well. And another creative player, so we just need another eleven, basically. <laughs> but but in fairness, for going into Europe, we probably do need another eleven.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not far, not far stretch. Um, again, some of it are like transfers, Europe. Uh, Daryl Shepherd just simply says Peter Haring.
1: I c- I'm trying not to think about it because I'm getting worried.
0: Yeah, I'm getting worried. I don't think I don't think it's
1: gonna happen. Not near do I. I'd love. Cannot wait I, until we reco- We release this at five, and four hours previously, he got announced. ER. I'd love for if Big
0: P is to depart, us to push that money toward Dylan Levitt. Do it. Do it, Hearts. I'd it. rather have
1: Peter Harding. I'm not sure.
0: Um, Robert Gill says the team gave their all and were beaten by a better team. Most of their players were dead on their feet at the end. Uh, Gino and GMS aren't good enough to change a game about
1: 8 players needed for next season I mean we have just said about 8 so yeah. maybe he's right, I agree with the Gino and GMS thing, I would like them sold
0: can't dispute that um, and finally uh, we've, <laughs> we've got two, <laughs> two quite funny tweets which were, why were they so gutless and yes <laughs> why the fuck are their seats in Hamden no fucker sits down that's from G and Mickey Tate, respectively. Yeah,
1: that um, was a fair point.
0: And finally, Craig McDonald says eh, the ref and why didn't Book Tavenier for the Fowls or Bassie slash Rebo, can't remember which for Diamond. We've pretty much covered that uh, as well.
1: Thank you, everybody. It's always good that when we get other people's like views and talking points as well.
0: Without a doubt, because you don't want to just listen to us two numpties every week. We know that. That's why we try and get the odd guest on. Spice things up. Spice is a variety of life team. And that's that's what we look to do on a weekly basis. Um, However, before we wrap up for this week, uh, we're teaming up with our friends over at Goal Frame Prints to give away these smashing pieces. I'm just going to hold them up here, uh, showcasing the semi-final heroes and their goals. So we've got Ellis Sims uh, and Stephen Kingsley. Um, So we're going to give you the chance to win either the Sims or the Kingsley print. Um... And it's pretty simple. All you've got to do is, first of all, make sure that you're watching on YouTube. So if you're listening through Spotify, Apple, wherever else you get your podcasts, audio only, uh, head on over to the YouTube channel and tune into this very episode. Secondly, we want you to click that subscribe button. Uh, It's entirely free. You won't miss a further episode if you do so. And thirdly, this is the most important bit. Uh, We want you to leave a comment with your rating for Hearts' Season. So the 2021-22 season, give us a rating out of 10 uh, with sufficient reasoning. We're going to look over them all. We're going to choose our favourites and with the sufficient reasoning uh, and let us know which print you'd like to win. So just simply chuck Sims or Kingsley at the end uh, and we'll know that you want to either win the Sims or Kingsley print. Um, And we'll choose ahead of next week's episode and we'll give them away maybe announce that on uh, on next week's episode. So tune in and make sure that you're subscribed to the channel and don't miss it.
1: Definitely. So yeah, you've got until kind of five o'clock on the 31st of May, which is that evening we'll be doing our next recording. So you've got, this is out on the 25th at 5pm, so you've got six-ish days. So just a rating, why you'd give that rating and either Sims or Kingsley and you could be in with a chance of winning. But but they're,
0: yeah, they're absolutely the, smashing. The so class. Even, even if you don't, make sure you head on over and check Lewis, aka Goalframe Prints, out. Uh, we'll shove all his links and the necessary in descriptions and, and on social media.
1: 100%. So, massive thank you to everyone who has tuned in for this bumper episode where we just go, ah, oh, we got beat. That isn't very good, is it? But we will be back next week where we're going to do a as Adam said, 2021-22 season review where we just kind of look at the whole season where I'm going to go back and listen to where we predicted everybody to finish and see how that stacks up to the final oh, I'm league table.
0: dreading looking at mine.
1: Yeah, and who we thought was going to hit the ground running, be really good, who did we think was going to be a surprise, etc, etc. So, we hope you all join us for that next week, but Hope you have enjoyed this week's episode. If you have, first of all, as Adam said, remember and enter that competition by going over the YouTube channel. Please subscribe, like, and comment. It really, really does help us. Also, if you've just been listening to us, again, go over the YouTube for this episode. But generally, please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Again, hugely, hugely helps us, and this season has just been incredible with the amount of support, which we will speak more about next week, definitely. You can get us on all the social media at Perth Paisley, you can also chuck us an email Paisley at gmail.com Adam where can they get you on all the socials
0: uh, they can get me on all the socials at Adam T. Kendall. and what
1: about yourself mate I am at dmchiver22 as I say we'll be right next week to do the full season review but until then we'll see you next time bye bye Keep to
0: faith on the giant tees!